I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. You're listening to the Room 104 Podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. FM 104. It's Room 104. You can get in touch. 0876797104. And we're continuing on with our, our, our feature. What we're doing for the last couple of weeks is uh, chatting to Irish people who are in various different places all over the world, whether that's New York uh, or who did we talk to last week? I cannot remember off the top of my head. Now we are going over to uh, somewhere a little bit closer to home, but in that country where there's, uh, you know, you could argue a little bit of a confusion, a little bit of a mess going on. We're going over to uh, Edinburgh to uh, Mr. Ryan Cullen. You'll know him from the Tri Channel if you follow that online. Hugely successful Irish YouTube channel. On top of that, if you've ever been to a comedy gig in the International or the Vodafone Comedy Festival or any of the major comedy festivals around the country, you'll have seen this man. Mr. Ryan Cullen, welcome to the show, sir. How are things? All good. How are you? Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. So, uh, life in Edinburgh at the moment, how's that looking? Well, you know, it's not really Edinburgh's fault. I do love Edinburgh, but uh, it's not looking great over here, I must say. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm one of the high-risk people, so I've been locked inside. I haven't left the house since March the 14th after a show in Glasgow, so I'm going slightly mad, but much like everyone else. Um, but uh, Are you seriously, as in not outside the door at all? No, I haven't been outside the grounds of the house, no. I can't. I'm not, I, they, they sent me a letter and said, if you go out, you're going to die. And I was like, well, that's a bit harsh, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> They're threatening you now. They're like, we know where you live. Any, any I, basically, they did. They, they, the NHS sent you like a letter going like, listen, you're one of the one million people we think is really in trouble here if you get it. So can you just stay inside? And I went, right, well, suppose. Works for both of us. Why is that, you mind me asking? Do you have an underlying condition? Uh, I just, I have just asthma, basically. I have a certain type of asthma that's quite serious not regular asthma so they're just basically like if you get like pneumonia in your lungs you're a, you're, you're on a ventilator so I don't fancy that so uh, I mean you're trying to keep myself entertained but it's rough it's rough enough <laughs> God I can imagine because I suppose we, you know one of the the things I was able to go into work for the last couple of weeks now we're broadcasting from home I'm here in my sitting room uh, broadcasting yeah. which is kind of fine which you know the lazy part of me loves that because I'm still in sweatpants and I'm still in a t-shirt and I don't have to like do your hair or have a shave you can just be an absolute bum and no one will know but hey, you know, some days I've been doing podcasts as well, just without without a care in the world, without moving. It's been great yeah. and also more awkward than you'd think. <laughs> I can imagine. But God, that must be so. Again, I keep forgetting what day it is, and what date it is, because we've been in lockdown for so long. So you haven't been out of the gap since March. Would you say the fourteenth was it? Yeah, March fourteenth. What is it? Twelfth of May. Twelfth of May. March. Two months is it? 
two months, basically two months. Yeah. So how have you been, apart from, let's say, podcasting and just lying on a beanbag in the gaff, what have you been doing to keep yourself occupied? Oh, like, there's not much I can do because, like, as a comedian, all the shows are all cancelled for a year. And, like, a lot of my friends who are comedians have had to get other jobs, you know, like in shops and stuff, but I'm not allowed to leave the house still, so uh, <laughs> I don't know what to do. It's kind of, you kind of you get a set up it's a, great, a sex- it's also terrible and frightening. <laughs> <laughs> because, because in my head I thought it was such a secure job in my head I was like sure even if there's a zombie apocalypse you know still be a gig going on you know it's still be funny <laughs> like people will get together and then they went no people can't get together I'm like god this would that, I didn't think this through at all <laughs> yeah you're like oh god but, but um, I know a lot of the comedians here who have been obviously uh, out of work some of them it's going to be the best time of their lives because they will have <laughs> never earned 350 quid a week in their life doing gigs and now they're doing it for not doing comedy so for, for a while that's going to be perfect for them but is there any support like financial support well, in the UK? It, it, it took me about it took about it took about six weeks for them to basically answer anything uh, it's 90 sterling a week here is what you get on universal credit and then they're doing like a there's another kind of like a grant you can apply for but yeah. I didn't pay enough tax so I don't really get that uh, yet so because I've only been here like a year but uh, apart from that like it's uh, it's it's an absolute mess over here put it like this it takes a special type of person for me to think you know what things will be a lot better under Leo Varadkar that's <laughs> you know that's <laughs> personally that's the level I'm like alright you know. wow so, like, I presume you've seen like Boris's speech yesterday yeah, I did, yeah. I think the whole world was kind of looking at that, kind of going, what's he saying? He goes, the message is clear, stay alert to the virus. And I'm like, oh my God, I could, I, I nearly died laughing. We actually did, a couple of us were watching it, like here in the house, and uh, it was it was great. It was it was quite funny, like, to be yeah. honest, at this stage, I think Boris is like an Irish guy doing an inside job on England, you know? That's, <laughs> that's the way we'll I come out in a few years later, yeah. It's, it's Boris Johnson, and it's like, aha, yeah, what's going yeah. on? I got you back. Um, right. But but like uh, yes, yeah, stay alert to the virus. If you see it coming, dodge it. Essentially, was what he was trying to say. That's the level. Of, that's the level of what we've got over here. Yeah, the, the, this, that's the scientific advice is people see the virus, call it in, ask it to leave uh, and then to go about your day as best you can. Yeah, and the second part was control it. Make sure you control it. I'm like, what are you talking... I don't even know what you mean by that. I don't even... Nobody knows what you mean by that. It was very funny. Uh, it, it was like, you know, you can open your parks. You're not allowed to see your family, but you can go sit in the park. But if you do sit in the park, the fines are doubled. And everyone, what? And then he went... If you can go to work, you should now go to work. But if you can stay at home, stay at home. But if you do go to work, don't take transport. And everybody's just like, it was great. It was great. He put up a, my favorite, my favorite part of the whole thing, he put up a graph, level one to five. And he goes, right, level five is the highest problem. Like, that's half a million people dead. Okay? Yeah. The worst. We're currently on level four. Uh, so we're going to lift, lift the restrictions and everyone, what? Even by your own chart? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, read the chart you made, Boris. This isn't making yeah, any sense at all. It was great. Uh, you know, it, 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 it's great and terrifying because it will end up in, 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 in bad for so many people. Like, but, um, God, yeah. So, but I know, like, obviously, Nicholas Sturgeon over there has kind of maybe come out and said, don't really listen to him. So I, I'd imagine people in Edinburgh and Scotland are... are, are, are I, there was a sigh of relief. When, the, when, the, when it finished, he never mentioned it was only for England, right? Basically, uh, and we were all like... It, 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 when he stopped talking, we were laughing, but also like, what are we going to do? And then, like, 10 minutes later, Sturgeon came on and goes, by the way, that is just for England. We're not doing that, madness. <laughs> and I was, everybody here went, oh, thank God, jeez. 
you know, oh, surgeons come God, across yeah. well. You know. uh, yeah, and is there any specific Scottish advice that you've been you've been given while you are in lockdown? So are, are schools open over there now? Are your parks open? What's the deal? No, the I think Scotland's pretty much uh, quite similar to Ireland, basically. Right. Uh, like, everything's still closed. Um, some people who can go to work, you know, key workers are allowed to go to work at the moment, but that's about it. Uh, it I think it's pretty much like Ireland. Not entirely sure. I think Ireland has a two-kilometre thing. Is that still going? We've extended it out to five now. (laughs) Okay, well, great. (laughs) Fancy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, life is back to normal now. Happy days. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But but by that, I think it's pretty much quite the same as Ireland's situation. Just stay inside if you can. Don't go out. Social distancing, blah, blah, blah. Um, but um, but yeah, but England's going to be it's going to be interesting to see how England goes now for the next few weeks. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I think the whole world's going to be watching that. But yeah, do you live with a couple of other people? I do. Yeah. I live with I live with comedian Daniel Sloss and I live with uh, his girlfriend and another friend. Um, so you know the way. Obviously, you're really high risk. Like, how are you managing that in your household? Well, none of us leave. <laughs> we've we've we've. we've Basically, uh, one of our friends has moved in as well because his parents are quite high risk, and he had to like he just had to get out of there to see them at the start when he was working. If you know what I mean. Yeah. So now we're now we're all just locked in here for we've been all locked in now for about six six weeks fully. You know what I mean? So, and uh, grand one of us goes to the shop. You know, every time. Yeah. It's all very. It's all very. It's all very sad and wiped <laughs> down and you know. It's it it works, but God, it's getting grim. Get, get, getting hosed down and getting ah, disinfected on the way in and out of the gaff. Ah, for the first two weeks, I was really freaking out. Like I was like, I better, like where am I going to get a hazmat suit? I was like, I'm going to walk around in a hazmat suit for for ages, but uh, I'm getting a bit lazy on it. <laughs> so, so I mean, if you, uh, what are your thoughts then? The fact that you are high risk and have a certain type of asthma that obviously did you know put you in a very serious situation right what are your thoughts then going forward because w- well, w- when I, will you see yourself going out and returning back to normal well i don't know you see because uh, because as, as i said like a lot of people are talking about um you know like even when the lockdowns lifted or loosened i don't really think i can get out you know i like the nhs kind of do they, they they pinpointed like a million and a half people who they think are high risk in the uk as well as like a lot as well as the elderly and they messaged them and basically told them and i got another letter about three weeks ago saying that basically regardless of the restrictions you're in for three months more from this date yeah. or whatever yeah. um even when people return to work it's still not really worth it for me to risk it for until it's kind of basically either gone or i don't i don't really know to be honest what the hell i'm going to do because a year's basically gone because I can't really see shows going ahead. I can't really see... I don't really know how I'm going to get, like, a job to keep myself going in the meantime. I'll figure out something, obviously, remote. I'll do comedy stuff from the house or whatever. Uh, uh, an OnlyFans account. An OnlyFans account. I'd look, I'm, I'm doing bad enough with a, a Patreon on a podcast. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Waving my giblets around. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, who knows? There might, be a, there might be a weird market for that uh, out there. And you went to ditch the comedy and be like, now I just stay inside for a month on end and, and sell this stuff online but Aye. who knows I mean you could do I'm trying to think like you, you could uh, like get a Zorb ball and, a Zorb and, and go ball. to that would be a great idea that's actually in, I'm in that. I'm, I'm, let me give I'm getting the pen to jot that down you'd be the first high risk like coronavirus comedian who you can only do gigs in a Zorb ball that'd be terrible because I'll I'll, I'll I'll slowly roll forward into the crowd and I won't be able to do anything about it <laughs> <laughs> push me back the audio would be terrible you'd just be like oh, 
think we're like okay maybe maybe the Zorball isn't working uh, too well but exactly. um, yeah so it, it is mad like the whole, the whole entertainment industry anyone who needs a crowd or an audience uh, has now been obviously shut down uh, I just can't believe how little I thought about it I thought at least with this job that there will always be crowds that's, that's what I thought like it, regardless of what happens or anything there will always be a crowd it was like a zombie apocalypse there will still be a crowd like we'll just yeah. block it out and then they went no crowds and I went god I didn't think of that <laughs> like, I, I don't think anyone actually uh, actually did. Like no one, no one ever like either doing a career change or business plan said, right? What's our solution here when we get hit with a pandemic and everything yeah, it, is locked down? I don't. Know, it just literally came out of nowhere. Uh, oh, again, everyone, yeah, yeah. I didn't even take it serious at the start. I was like, yeah, this. Is I said, like, oh, there's a pandemic. This is wild. But I still didn't really think that we'd be all locked in our houses. If you know what I mean. I thought it would yeah, be and like, then, and then you're getting death threats from the NHS. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, conga then over here. That's a good day. Cause it, that, was, that was my other favourite. Uh, I was like, what is going on in this country? What is going on in the UK? I presume, like, I've seen some videos, obviously, of people in Ireland and other countries doing the similar type of thing, but... Oh, yeah, there's loads that going on. In there. England, vet, VE Day, so Veterinary Day, uh, War Heroes, all people... Their idea of celebrating that day was to get in a conga line and spread it around. <laughs> Basically, killing... <laughs> Basically, Finishing off the job the, the war didn't do, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, that was quite... Uh, like, you know what, if I, couldn't, if I didn't laugh at it, it would be really depressing. <laughs> yeah, just being the, you'd be in the shower, cold shower, crouched over, crying yourself to sleep, kind of going, what in the name of God uh, is actually going on. But, but listen, that's mad. It, it, have, has anyone around, let's say, your immediate area, have you seen, like, gaff parties going on or pretty much everyone kind of doing their best to kind of stick no, to the No, I think it's been guidelines? quite good around here. Um, like, it's been... Uh, I haven't seen any problems. I know I see people always, like, like trying to snitch and ring and... Basically, binoculars out their windows waiting for someone to go by <laughs> or waiting for a party to happen, which I would say, but around here it's been quite, uh, it's been quite respectable and all that kind of stuff. I even got a, an Amazon delivery man who walked in and uh, I know that he, he walked in and he goes, oh, I better not come near you. And he just threw the box at me from like 10 <laughs> feet in the air. Like it was, it was breakable stuff. Um, I thought that was quite funny, but <laughs> also probably broke every rule in his thing. So I'm not going to chop it over the wall. Uh, oh god, yeah. But apart, from that, been, but apart from that, like it's been all respectable in this in this area. I can't see many. I haven't seen many even like tweets about Edinburgh and stuff like that uh, at the moment. Yeah. So the the Scottish kind of route out of this at the moment is it is it clear as of yet? So what's the the next phase for either easing restrictions? Do you know of or or what can you expect over the next couple of weeks? I think basically what happened was Boris came out with that, confused everyone, and Sturgeon is like, no, we're still in normal, you know, regular lockdown yeah. that we were, and maybe in a few weeks we can reassess and see how it goes from there. But there's no, I don't think there's any immediate plans to lift restrictions, or not that I know of anyway, uh, that I, unless I missed it out. But uh, basically, I think they're just reassessing as it goes, uh, as opposed to England's um, basically project, see how it goes. <laughs> Yeah, the experiment, the great British or English experiment at the moment. Yeah. So, so listen, apart from obviously staying in and just staying in and staying in, is there anything else that you've been doing to try and pass the time and, and stop yourself from completely losing your oh, mind? I, I've been going through, it, it's basically like, you know, like strict regiments of like, uh, oh, here, you have to write, you know, writing for an hour here and here's a try and exercise for an hour. And then I was like, uh, I've watched all the Marvel films uh, in oh, chronological order. Yeah. 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 Star Wars <laughs> films. I've been trying to catch up on every film I've ever missed. Uh, 
and, and it's it, and the worst part about it is, say, if someone then rings me and goes, uh, "Oh, you have to do something at eight o'clock," I'm like, "Are you joking? That's movie hour. Yeah, that's when the movie starts. That's my timetable. So it's like strict timetables just to drivers try not go mad, essentially." How does the body clock are you like uh, getting up at a regular time are you now awake till 5 in the morning kind of going what's going on uh, it, it, it's regular enough but I, I do get up really late like you know I'm just like there's literally no point in getting up but when I, I just when I wake I wake up at this stage I got up today at midday it was great <laughs> That's, that's early for a lot of people, to be fair. Yeah, yeah, there's not really much else like, I need to do, so... <laughs> I mean, like, everything's quite easily flexible, you know? I can just move stuff around. Yeah, yeah. One thing I haven't been doing is that many quizzes. I know that's a big thing. <laughs> I think after your seventh quiz, you're kind of like, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of done with the Zoom quizzes uh, now. They're a bit of crack, but... Uh, I love the fact that people you don't talk to, you rarely talk to, are just like, well, Jesus, how you Ryan, how things, how you getting on? I'm like, are you joking? I've never got a call from you in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Will you host this quiz? You're like, no, no, I won't. <laughs> yeah, so... God. Well, uh, listen, I didn't realise that you were actually high-risk uh, Irish person lockdown over in Edinburgh. That's, uh, that's you know, I hope you said you, you look after yourself. And we might catch up again. If you're not if you're not out of the house, we could do like a weekly check-in, Ryan, with you and make sure that you're uh, not going insane no and haven't, <laughs> haven't lost it, right? But uh, um, obviously, if someone uh, wants to see some of the stuff that you have up online, some of the either tri-channel videos or the stand-up or, you know, the rows with Piers Morgan, uh, where oh, is the best right. place to, to get you online? I think the best place would be probably like Twitter and then uh, yeah, and YouTube for all the stand-up videos and the tri-channel videos. And uh, we're currently doing a weekly podcast and there's uh, that's all up for free. And there's also bonus episodes on the Patreon. And that is, uh, even though it's an NFL podcast, American football, uh, for beginners essentially, it's very little about American football at the moment, as you can imagine. I, I mean, like imagine, we recorded yeah. an episode today and it was mostly about Samantha Mumba. So, uh, <laughs> but a bit about everyone. So uh, that's me and Gareth Wall. We do the podcast. Is called Clear and Oblivious, an NFL podcast, and that's on all the major platforms in podcasting. So. Lovely, lovely. Well, uh, listen, Ryan, thanks for giving up your time this evening. Uh, look after yourself. Don't go outside, and we'll, listen, we'll, we'll chat again soon and make sure you're, you're you're doing good. Thank you very much. No worries, indeed. Cheers, man. Uh, send us in those must-watch sports documentaries. We'll be getting Dan Pitcher on from F One O Sports to discuss. Drop us in a WhatsApp. Here's Medusa and Becky Hill. F One O Four. Medusa, Becky Hill lose control. It's uh, Cormac here on F One O Four this evening. Quick reminder: tomorrow, one o'clock on our F One O Four Instagram page, uh, we will be releasing the next sweat session. So, if you're looking for a workout to do from home that you don't need any equipment, that's guided through uh, with a fitness professional. It is happening tomorrow. It happens every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. So the next one is tomorrow at one o'clock it is always thanks to Jim plus coffee and we are trying to raise as much funds as possible for tribecharity.com as well so they are a charity underneath the jigsaw umbrella they're run by, run by young people for young people looking after their mental health so uh, we, we're doing that to raise awareness and funds for that charity as well tomorrow is your next chance your next workout will be available for you there one o'clock at Dublin's FM 104 is our Instagram handle it's all with Jim plus coffee they're an at leisure brand they're designed right here in Ireland they have a passion to make your life richer you can visit Jim plus for more information on that. Uh, this evening now, now we want to talk sports documentaries that you may have watched that you would highly, highly, highly recommend because obviously not a lot of the sport is returning. I think the German Bundesliga might happen this weekend so if you're missing your, your fix of sport on the weekends or if you just can't stand him being around you 24-7 on a Saturday afternoon and you'd love to just shove him into a corner somewhere how can you get some of your sporting fix while we're currently in the current state of lockdown? Well, F104's Dan Pitcher is going to be on. He'll be giving you a list of sports documentaries 
countries that you definitely should be watching while you're on lockdown to help pass the time, the sportless time. But if you have any other recommendations, if you have anything you've watched that you said, I hear that was unreal. Uh, there's tons and tons of phenomenally good sports documentaries or movies out there. Let us know what they are. Drop us in a WhatsApp of uh, the last one you watched that you thought was fairly decent. 87 Dan Pitcher, F104 Sports. Uh, he'll be on next. This is Room 104 with Cormac and Saoirse. FM 104. It's Room 104. You can get in touch on our WhatsApp. You know the number. It's 087-67-97-104. Now, what do you do if you uh, are missing your Saturday and Sunday and maybe your Monday night football or your sports or your gap because obviously nothing is happening in the world? How do you fill that void? Is there anything you can do uh, to try and answer that question, to give us some suggestions about what you can do to kind of fill the emptiness that you might be experiencing from a lack of a Premier League or a lack of a gadget? Championships. Uh, F104 sports reporter Dan Pitcher's on the line. Dan, how are things? I'm not too bad, Cormac. You? Uh, not too bad. I mean, a lot of my mates would be diehard football fans at the moment, and uh, mm. they're struggling uh, struggling big time. Um, and I know the one thing that they're looking at getting involved in as soon as possible is German football, because I believe that's maybe... Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Making returns sooner rather than later. Yeah, the Bundesliga um, is due back for return actually this weekend. Um, which uh, an awful lot of football fans, an awful lot of sports fans. Look, I mean, we've been we've been without sport now for you know the last number of the last number of months. Uh, the last sport that I saw was Bohemians against Shelburne in Daly Mount Park back in I think it was it early March um, in in the Electricity League. So I'm 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 dying to I'm dying to see some football. Um, now there's all sorts of weird and funny sort of charts going around the internet on sort of how you can pick your Bundesliga team based on various things you know arrows yep. pointing one direction and the other so um, I've, I've actually decided myself that like I mean you know I, I, I try and follow as much as I can um, but I can't admit to um, being a Bundesliga supporter or a Bundesliga fan so what I've done is well you're going to have to jump on the bandwagon now we all are 
Yeah, exactly. So what I've what I've what I've done is uh, purely because it was an answer, uh, the greatest answer ever on a question of sport, and people people will remember this because this 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 went viral big time. Uh, Paul O'Connell. Basically, if you're not familiar with the question of sport, there was a question where you had to uh, come up with it. It was either going to be a team place or a sports star, kind of like a game of hangman kind of way. Do you know yeah. when you, you, you so uh, so I think they were given uh, two letters to start them off with and Paul O'Connell was looking up at the screen and he was trying to count the letters and trying to count the gaps and do everything like that and they were going to pass on the question and, and, and move on to the next one but O'Connell came out with Borussia Mönchengladbach <laughs> and it was the answer um, and it just did the greatest answer ever in a question of sports so I've decided just purely on that and actually because I've looked them up and they, they, they don't have uh, too bad a record in, in, in European football and in German football so um, I'm going to throw my hat behind the El Borussia Mönchengladbach this weekend <laughs> Grand job I mean the, the other thing you can do I've seen people doing as well I think a few of the electricity that the, the league has done is pitting the teams against each other on FIFA I've seen one or two matches had taken place I, was, I don't know if it was Bows and Rovers that played in a FIFA match against each other but that's one alternative It was Bows and Rovers yeah now they, they, and it was a clever way they did it it was for um, I think they did it for a charity like Pieta House um, yeah. or something like that so they, they, they put a Bows player against a Rovers player Bows won um, so um, yeah so that was I, I, I'm not sure whether or not that was a low moment for me watching two lads playing FIFA to get my sporting fix but uh, it was it was something nonetheless, um, and like I mean as well, there, there'll be an awful lot of uh, golf uh, enthusiasts really looking forward to the 18th. Um, ironically enough, they're planning they're going to go, they're going to be able to go out and play a round of 18 um, because I think that's the first sport that they're oh, talking really? about. Yeah, so golf golf courses are going to uh, are going to be open on the 18th, um, which again is pretty ironic. Um, but um, yeah, so I think I think if you're a member of a golf club, you can go out like you can't just drop by your just local and, and play, yeah. yeah play play nine holes or whatever. Um, you have to you have to be a member and you have to have your thing booked in and. You know, people are going to be able to. They're going to be able to go out and play. It's a relatively easy uh, sport to maintain a social distance. Um, so, I, you know, I, I know a bunch of lads uh, that live near me. They're, they're going to be dropping by the Hutchelstown um, on, uh, on on Monday. They've actually booked up an awful lot of tea times for the whole week. So, um, we're we're, sl- we're slowly starting to get there. And then, you know, New Zealand have been coming out of the coronavirus uh, quite well. So uh, they've got their uh, their rugby leagues going to be getting back up and running as well so there's going to be a, a fair bit of stuff uh, to watch hopefully over the next while. Oh, d- deadly so right now obviously so there's always a couple of things that are on the way but you know if you if someone is listening to this right now who's struggling or maybe they have a, a partner who's doing their head in because they can't ship them off down to the pub for like four hours with the lads to just get out of their hair of a Saturday afternoon right <laughs> is, there, is there any recommended watching um, that you can do either online or on Netflix that might kind of scratch that itch that people are, you know, when they're missing the, the sports. Yeah, I mean, various sports and various teams and various channels um, have, over the last number of weeks, been playing back sort of classic sports moments. And I think I think people are starting to get a bit fed up with the old classic sports. You know, we've, we've had a nostalgia-filled last three months and we're just yeah. 
we're looking forward to something new. Uh, but in terms of like some documentaries, um, you know, there's there's a couple of them. Um, obviously, the one that's out at the minute, which has everybody talking, whether you're a basketball fan or not. Like, I mean, I I can't confess to being much of a of, of a basketball yeah. enthusiast. Um, but the one that's out now on Netflix that has everybody talking uh, is The Last Dance, um, which is uh, based on Michael Jordan and his career. Um, so it, it, it looks pretty cool. I mean, like, I mean, I've got, I've got friends of mine are, are, are talking about this on the on the WhatsApp group chat, and usually, like, I mean, I'm I'm okay usually for 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 booking a trend, but I think this is going to be one that I'm going to be pretty late to. Um, yeah. Just be, because I don't have that much of an interest in basketball, um, and I'll, I'll be last to it, and then everybody else will have moved on to something else. Um, but uh, <laughs> that's 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 what's on at the moment. Uh, like it's it's one of the most top uh, or the most streamed um, things that Netflix have on um, at the moment is that Michael Jackson or Michael Jackson, Michael Jordan. <laughs> that's a different documentary now, Dan. All right, that's a completely different documentary and a, a different a different genre of movie. Still in the. Doc- Documentary style, but maybe not in the in the sports one. <laughs> yeah, I have seen. I haven't watched it myself either. Uh, it's definitely on, on the watch list. I know it is one of the most uh, recommended and most downloaded sports documentaries of late. Anyway, so the last mm. dance sounds like uh, you know it might be a dance movie, a street kind of battle dance movie, but it's not. Michael Jordan, I think, in his career over over the last number of years. So that's definitely one uh, to watch. Any other recommended watches you'd have? One that I really enjoyed, and I didn't think I'd enjoy it much because, like, I, you know, I'm a kind of, I'm, I'm a bit weird with documentaries. You know, if it doesn't, if it doesn't pull me in straight away, I'm kind of like, nah, next. But this one really took me, and it took me right until the end. And I, I, I when I when I started watching it, like again, I was pretty late into this one, but it, it kept me for the whole lot. It was Sunderland till I die. Um, obviously based around Sunderland Football Club and, you know, their struggles um, since they were relegated from the Premier League all of those years ago. Like, I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't seem like that many years ago that they were relegated, but it, it's, it's absolutely donkey's years ago now. Um, and, you know, they were then, you know, relegated well, to the Championship. Were they relegated? Because, you know, for a while there, maybe it depends on, you know, how old you are and when you grow up, but Sunderland uh, would have been one of those regular, maybe bottom of the half, uh, you know, relegation battle clubs for years and I don't mm. know they got relegated but how long are they out of the Premier League? It was about six or seven years or something like that Wasn't because that they've long? been in uh, they, so they, they were playing obviously in the Championship and then they got they, they, they suffered back-to-back relegations oh. um, so, so they were in the Championship they suffered in the Championship and went down to League One um, and struggled there they made you know they, they made one or two League Finals appearances in Wembley and that um, but this documentary basically tracks it all from from around from around the time when they were struggling in the Premier League to struggling in the Championship, and you know you get a real sense of the sort of the community around Sunderland and yeah. you know the people there, and you know they're they're trying to they're trying to keep the faith and they're trying to uh, you know maintain their support of the club even though they're doing horrifically bad and you know finances get hit and owners change hands and managers change hands and it's a very very interesting documentary about just how much a club actually can struggle, you know, in terms of the staff that, that have to be laid off, um, you know, when you're looking at them, you know, trying to maybe sign players uh, in a transfer window, um, you know, 
how difficult that is when you don't have enough bargaining power or yeah. uh, club for, or, or, or finances. You know, the, 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 the one of the former owners of, of, of Sunderland, um, you wouldn't wouldn't give the club basically a cent to, to sign anybody. So it was always um, it, 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 it's been a difficult track for them. Um, but this this documented really really well, and they got like really behind uh, like access all areas to this was just brilliant. The access that they got was absolutely tremendous. Um, so if I was going to if I was going to recommend another sports documentary, um, definitely uh, Sunderland Till I Die. Um, and if I can give one more. Um, uh, from a sort of an Irish perspective um, uh, and this is only because I'm a massive rugby buff um, RTE did a documentary on Ronan O'Gara a couple of years ago I was about maybe two years ago I think they they first put it out but still really really good to watch and if you haven't watched it I would would absolutely recommend uh, you giving it a go Um, sort of documenting that was when he went to France was it? Yeah well it was sort of documenting the end of of his sort of playing career and from the time when he was being dropped by Ireland um, uh, you know because that, that, that was a that was a you know that was a really hot potato of a, of a topic when he was dropped for Jonathan Sexton and it was kind of in and around the time when uh, you know Munster were playing Leinster and Croke Park in, 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 the, in, in the Heineken semi-final and sort of Sexton got up in his face and you know basically saying well I'm here now you know and uh, Declan Kidney who was the Irish head coach at the time um, unceremoniously dropped him um, in favour of Sexton and you know he, he, O'Gara just about got to his 100 caps but you know not, not in the style that the likes of you know Brian O'Driscoll or others would have got there too so um, I'm pretty certain that's still on the RT player or, or, or online on, on, on RT somewhere um, but it is a really really class documentary Brilliant right so the, there's a couple of there anyway to keep some people it might keep you occupied for one Saturday afternoon anyway <laughs> <laughs> look, then you can go out for a round of golf and pretend as if you're a golfer. Um, exactly. Uh, listen, Dan Pitcher, thanks a million, uh, obviously, for those. If you're listening, by the way, and you've got a good one, because I know there's obviously a ton and ton of top quality sports uh, documentaries out there. Uh, Darren has just messaged in the 30 for 30 series. Uh, yeah, they're phenomenal. Have you ever seen any of them? I haven't, actually, no. The 30 for 30, I think it generally uh, follows the a lot of the... Uh, American sports stars and sports documentaries but yeah that, that's definitely a, a great one to watch um, who do we have here someone messaged in now saying the the, the, the Zinedine Zidane one which is on Netflix I don't know if you've ever seen that have you seen that I actually haven't it's, it's, it's always been sort of up there on the, on, the to, on, the, on the to watch list and certainly when I was sort of reading into some of the things um, there this evening that was, that was mentioned on about five or six different websites in a row um, so I'm, well, I'm, I'm definitely going to have I've seen it. It's just a bit. It's a bit odd because the whole documentary, with well, the whole, it's not. I wouldn't necessarily call it a documentary. It's uh, they just record him playing a match for ninety minutes. So they send in about I don't know how many different cameramen, and all they're doing is filming him playing a match from all different angles. And then there's like I think there's different people who are voicing different parts of his his life or different parts of his story. But the only shots you see, the only film and the only footage you see is him taken from a match. I, I don't know who he's playing with, but it's just 90 minutes of him on the pitch running around. It's obviously not as a famous headbutt. 
That would have been a better one, actually. Yeah, a famous headbutt in, in the World Cup would have been a beautiful one. From, but, a, um, from a number of different angles. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it, it was just it was just strange. I mean, I didn't get it. If you're a big Zidane fan, maybe you appreciate it more. I think they were trying to do something uh, a little bit different, but you're more than welcome to add that to your uh, mm. watch list for the end of the week. But yeah, if you have any good sports documentaries that you've watched that are like, ah, lads, classic, we've, we've missed, and they're like a blindingly obvious one, drop us a WhatsApp now, 87 104 And as always, uh, Dan Pitcher, thanks a million for popping on. No problem at all, Cormie. Thanks a million. Cheers, yeah. If you have any other ones you think we've missed, you want to add to the list, 0876797104. Ed Sheeran, Khaled, beautiful people. It's F104. Ed Sheeran, Khaled, beautiful people. It's Cormac here on uh, Room 104. You can listen back to uh, the full shows and get all of the interviews this evening, uh, including the American-Irish dancer who went viral a couple, of, uh, you know, a couple of days ago. She was on the show a little bit earlier on and we chatted with Irish comedian Ryan Cullen, who was banged up abroad over in Edinburgh. Was got a letter from their NHS saying that if he goes outside, he might die because he's in a significant high-risk category. Last night, Simon Harris was on the show as well. And then before that, the woman with the most disgustingly long toenails. She sells videos of them online and makes so much money doing that. She was able to quit her job. All of that up on the Room 104 podcast. So you can go uh, subscribe to that and listen back to those and the full shows as well. Tomorrow morning, Jim Jim and Abby on the Strawberry Alarm Clock. You might have heard them mentioning this. Giving you uh, a chance to win a 50 euro super value voucher. So uh, I know sometimes you may not be up for entering uh, competitions because you might not believe that you'll win. You'll be like, well, they'll never pick me. But Crossy giving us a bit of an inside scoop earlier on. They have a lot of 50 euro vouchers. So it'll be well worth your while pulling out your phone and sending in a free message in the morning. The lads will be on from six. They'll give you all the details. But 50 euro every single day this week. They have a lot of 50 euro uh, super value vouchers to give away. So do get involved.